Welcome. Welcome. It's episode six Number of six. the Friendly Firecast with MMGN and Survivor. It sounds weird that there's no Steve. We don't actually have our host today, so we've kind of jointly tried to do it. It didn't really work, no. but um, <laughs> we'll stick with it. We could have gone, yeah. Welcome to Friendly Firecast number six. I'm well, Steve Wright. This is the least Canadian episode we'll ever do. <laughs> it's special. Uh, no well, Gaetano, Australia day, no Gaetano so. either, so we're down to two, the bare minimum yes. of the Friendly Firecast. Uh, Still we'll one of on. each. Yeah, you haven't been here for a while though. Two weeks off. Two weeks off. Well, the first one was because my girlfriend was back from America, and last week, although there were rumours of polar bear attack, yeah, that wasn't it. I'm trying to actually remember what happened. Oh, I, I, I thought that I bought a ticket for a 9 p.m. session of Django Unchained, but I actually mm. bought it for a 6 p.m. <laughs> So, what a clash. <laughs> I made a mistake. Was it at least good? It was an awesome movie, mm. but I was just an idiot and bought the wrong time. And then I I don't think Hoyts are very receptive to like taking the yeah. back and can I change the I time. I have to do a podcast, so. So, yeah, I went and saw that instead. Sorry. Well, what have you been playing then? We might as well kick off with you since you've got a lot. Well, okay, I've been playing. I'll just limit it to probably the last week or so. Okay. I played the cave on Wii U, which was really cool. I, I, I know people have been talking about it on PC and on our website. Matt G just reviewed it and said there was some control issues with the, um, you know, Q and WASD are too close together or something. Yep. I don't know, but with um on the Wii, it's controlled by the stick and the buttons and you jump, and then the pad is just a character selector, and they're all big. So you know that on the left is one guy, in the middle is one guy, and on the right is one guy. Um, it works really well, super easy. Nice. Good game. Um, I don't know whether I'll replay it again straight away, because even though the characters are going to be different, it's going to be a slightly different story. It's going to be the same sort of stuff. It's probably something I'd play again in a couple of months. doesn't take too long. It's about a two, three-hour game. Not bad. How much is it? 20. 20 for three hours? Well, you, right. there's seven characters, so you do it again and again. Okay. But um, I was gonna, I was considering buying it on PS3 so I could get trophies. But then I thought, well, probably some point in the future it's gonna be f- on PlayStation Plus. So <laughs> I'm like, I want to play it now, so I'll yeah. get it on Wii U instead. Um, so that's a good game. Uh, I also played Okami HD on PS3. Nice. For some reason, I own it on PlayStation 2 and I own it on Wii. And now I own it on PSN, but I've never played it before. What do you think then, this lady? It's great. It's like a perfect game for me. It's the exact type of game that I like. It's fun and it's, uh, you know, cute and charming and a bit cheeky. And the graphics are great and it's just an adventure game. It's exactly the kind of thing I want to play when I'm sitting down to play some games. Great. That's not on PS Plus yet, is it? No, it, I, I, I was waiting for that, and then I thought, stuff it, I want to play this game, so I just bought it for the 30 that it is, but it's worth $30 easily. Yeah, definitely. It's one of the best, I guess, from its time, but just massively underappreciated. And then again on Wii. Yeah. Well, it was really, <laughs> I, I did play a bit of it on Wii, and I did play a bit of it on PS2, but just never enough to get into it. And on Wii, it was really hard, and on the PlayStation 3, it's really hard if you use Move, because I don't know why, but they didn't give you any leeway when you use the the uh, motion control. So when you go to draw a straight line to cut things, it has to be dead straight, otherwise it doesn't work. So if you like mm. wiggle a bit, <laughs> it, it doesn't work at all. So 
Did I it use just... Motion Plus on the Wii? No, it so. came out then before that. How did it know how well you were doing? <laughs> it was just really weird that like you couldn't... You would try and chop things and it just wouldn't work. Like you think it would be perfect, but it just wasn't, unfortunately. But oh well. I've been mm. playing that. I've been playing... I have just started Persona 4 Golden because everyone has been talking about it, so... I don't know anything about it, so you won't spoil anything. So all I know is that I'm a kid who moved from the big city to a small town and there has been a corpse strung up on someone's antenna and I looked into the TV at midnight to find my true love and the TV tried to eat me. So, Oh, dear. It's an Atlas <laughs> game, so... Yeah. <laughs> you have to expect some weird <laughs> Japanese uh, craziness going on. But that's all I that's all I played of that, and I played some other stuff, but not heaps. I don't know. That's about it, I think. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say it? that's it. Okay. And in case I remember something else, I'll come back. But that's it. All right. So, what have you been playing? I've been playing the very exciting Learn with Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> typing adventure. I did read your review. It, yeah, it was. Um, the keyboard's better quality than I thought. Uh, we actually ruined it afterwards and moved all the keys around as a bit of a practical joke. Gaetano, we moved the keys and we handed it to him and asked him to type. And, yeah, he got it, unfortunately. We, we ah. stuffed up QWERTY. We should have left that there and just moved others. Um, it's a little bit small, but it's for kids, and it's, it still works. So basically um, you have to... The game, pretty much, what you do is Pokemon appear on the screen, like just flash in front of you, and you have to type the name. So it starts off with you typing the first letter of the Pokemon. If it's like a Pikachu, you do a P. Yep. Then the next level, you'll do a PI. Yep. Until you eventually type in the whole word. Um, which seems like an okay idea, but it doesn't really teach you how to actually type properly. It just kind of throws you in there. <laughs> it's kind of like pretty much how you learn to type if you don't know how to type. I don't know what your skills are like, but most people pick up their own technique if they don't learn properly. Yep. It's pretty much forcing you to do that because you get better points if you're faster and you make no mistakes. Right. Um, I and kind it, of have yeah. a mixture of touch and, like, one Whatever. finger. As long as you're not doing the grandpa, like, one finger at a time, <laughs> yeah, you'll be all right. Um, yeah, the other problem is, as it gets harder, some of the Pokemon kind of, like, hide, and you just hear their poker noise, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it kind of appears, so it shortens the time you that have. that same old 8-bit noise that you... Yeah, pretty much. Like exactly <laughs> the same. You can kind of tell the difference, but... Uh, yeah, so if you don't really know the Pikachu... Pokemon noise, um, you're going to be stuck. Yeah, well, you're not going to be stuck. It's just not going to help you. The idea is you hear this, you get prepared, and you type it faster because you know what's coming. <laughs> the other concern is some of these Pokemon, I have no idea how to type their name. They're just ridiculous English. <laughs> <laughs> and so pretty much you're screwed. Yeah. Um, and I, it's, I noticed you struggled with Feraligator. Yeah, well, just like, what is... I thought there was an E at the end constantly, and you've got to hit it, and it's just not there. Um so then you're not actually learning any real words. You're learning how to type these Pokemon. So if you need to type one of 400 Pokemon, you're set. This game is for you. But there's no other words? No. Uh, it's all Pokemon names. Because there's a story. You're, somehow you're catching them with the typing. It's helping. With you're filling up a Pokedex as usual. Probably. Something like that. Um, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I wouldn't play it again. <laughs> <laughs> not not something you're going to put 400 hours into? No, well, you couldn't if you tried. Um, I'm sure it just, like, game end. <laughs> um, but you did get this cool little stand with it to hold your 3DS while you type, obviously, on the on the keyboard. And for some reason, the back of the stand, there's a game card holder. It doesn't really make any sense, but it's kind of like you 
taken out the game that you want to play, stash it here while you're playing this ridiculous typing game, <laughs> and we've given you a slot for it. So is the... It doesn't do anything else, does it? It, it no. only works with this Pokemon game. Well, it's a Bluetooth keyboard, so it should work with any device. It should work with a tablet as well. Okay. Um, but as you can see here, even though this is an audio medium... I can see. There's a game holder here. There is a game holder. In the back of your keyboard stand. Bizarre. It fits an iPad nicely, so I found a new use for this <laughs> immediately. <laughs> oh, well, maybe they'll bring out some other games, or maybe they'll bring out... Chat yeah, it, support or it doesn't like say uh, DS on there at all. So it's it just says Nintendo on the keyboard. So it could potentially be used again with Wii U somewhere, maybe. Cool. Um, otherwise, I be, went back to Uncharted Three in the Australia Day weekend because I finish just never finished it. No, <laughs> I I got up to Chapter Nine last time. Is that where you get to the desert town? Oh, you're stretching me now. I think it's after that. Maybe. Did you get drugged? Did you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in there. That's like chapter 11-ish. Yeah, 12. yeah. Um, That's probably where I got up to. I got just past the chateau when I first did it, yeah. the, and I'm like, oh, I'm done. Yeah, well, I think it was like a nine-hour game, so I can do this. But I played from chapter 9 to 16, and I had to labor and force myself to get through to there because I just didn't want to do it. There's something and about that there's game. something about it. It's, there's too much killing random dudes who just all look the same. And just like there's one or two puzzles, it's like, cool, that's what I want to do. I think there's a story here somewhere. I've kind of forgotten the first half, but yeah. I could <laughs> figure it out from what's happening now. And then it's just like, oh, Nate, some more guys are coming. Kill them for me. It's like, ugh. I just, I loved one and two, and I was really excited for three. And I, I didn't get myself overhyped. I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't this massive thing on my gaming calendar. I just like, I want to play Uncharted 3 because it's going to be great. And then, yeah, it took me a year to play it again. I started it, I got after the Chateau and I went, eh, I'm done with this. And then a year later I finally finished it. And in the end it was okay, but I can't understand like when it came out it was getting 10s across the board. And Yeah, I don't get it. It just doesn't have the same vibe that gripped me with Uncharted 2. I loved the gameplay. It looked amazing at the time. Yeah. And I wanted to know what happened in the story. Like the three things you really want in a game like that. It was just all this weird stuff in 3 too. Like the stuff with him and Elena. It's just like, Oh, that was a thing that happened. And, yeah. And you never even really get to understand about that. And the gameplay in at least the part that I redid was almost as if it was trying to be a cover-based shooter too much because it was like, here's a little puzzle, now take cover and shoot these guys. And it really doesn't have the controls for it. It has the controls oh, yeah. to kind of, you know, do that on the side, but as its main function, it's just terrible. I thought that they must have changed the controls for the shooting and the aiming because I was... I struggled so much at the beginning to even kill dudes. I was like, because I used to get headshots. Like my, that's all I try to do in Uncharted is get headshots because otherwise the fighting is too tedious. Yeah. If it takes too long, and it was just impossible. And like you would move. I played with the sensitivity, and I you'd move it slightly, and it would be like looking up at the ceiling, or you'd change the sensitivity right down, and then he was like moving like a tank, and there was no happy medium. I was, I was just like losing my mind. Disappointing, really. So you but, never you know, finished it? Well, I'm up to 16. I guess that's 22. You want me to tell you how the ending is? <laughs> I could just watch it on YouTube. I don't know what's really happened up till now. Wait, so what bit are you up to? Did you do the bit where you snuck onto the plane? No, I was on a boat for a long time. Like, snuck onto a boat. And oh, I, then yeah, I was that like weird a, middle bit. Yeah, you're in a boat and you're blowing up other boats and you're jumping to another one. Yeah. And you're on, like, this destroyed thing. Yeah. And then you're killing some dudes on that. And that's where I'm up. Yeah, that's a weird little... You're like... Trying to get somewhere, and then all of a sudden these pirates get you, and you're yeah. 
And I saw a bit where I was like, maybe I can run past these guys and kind of like swim under and then sneak onto this big boat. And I almost did. But then it triggered a cutscene with all these guys coming to kill me. Yeah. Just like after I put all this effort to avoid half these guys. Yep. Uh, what a kick in the teeth. Well, basically was. it gets even sillier. There oh, are some yeah. really cool moments, but the final... You know how in... I mean, Uncharted doesn't take itself seriously, obviously. And you get to the end of 1 and 2 and there's some supernatural or there's some, you know, not real stuff going on, like the magic tree sap and the yes. hundreds of years old zombies. Well, this one doesn't really have that. It has more of magic water that makes you hallucinate, but then those hallucinations are the toughest enemies ever in it. And it's like guys with their heads on fire. And when you kill them, they teleport behind you and have even more on fire and are really hard to kill. And they just like teleport all over the place. Mm. And it makes the last two chapters go for like four hours more than they should. I'm probably going to stop where I am then and not bother. Because <laughs> it doesn't sound great. I'm already... You know what? The first two great. Third one's just too much. Yeah. They should have just left it and waited till PlayStation 4 or, like, now to do it. Yeah, maybe one. it was just too too close. Otherwise, just before I came here, we were, uh, were somewhere else working, and they had a 64, so we plugged it in. We got GoldenEye out, four-player. Uh, uh, it's awful. It has not <laughs> aged well at all. <laughs> um, first of all, it does look terrible on a HDTV. We've got to give it credit for that. It's much harder it's to see like... these things. It's kind of like, what is that? Oh, it's a wall. I thought that was where I was trying to go. <laughs> that doesn't make it any easier. Um, but it's Plus re- it's four-player split screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is really, really, really laggy. Like, awful. Yeah, just yeah. Const- like, I just don't remember this it at all. Chugs. It chugs. <laughs> it chugs like a bitch. Well, we, had, we had three of us in a small room in the facility uh, level, and it just went nuts as soon as all like four of us went in there. Yeah. Just... Do you remember... Perfect Dark, they released that knowing yeah. full well that it was not going to handle it. They're like, man, that's how the N64 is. And everyone back then was like, man, that, that's how my well, N64 it, works. It had the beefy expansion back at least. Which <laughs> <laughs> what did that add? Well, uh, added multiplayer. Without that, you couldn't true. even play multiplayer. Well, it added like four meg or something, or like a beefy yeah, four, four meg brand. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Donkey Kong needed it to even work. Yeah. Well, in our game just now, um, the winner had eight kills. Eight. In second, I was in second with five, tied with Kano, both on five, um, in a ten-minute match. The problem is it's really, really hard to aim. Oh, yeah. Um, and you just, have to get used to the 64 control yeah. again. And First of all, just, just, just with the C, <laughs> C buttons. Moving forward and turning with the control stick that doesn't work anymore, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> did you get that fine N64 powder? <laughs> we did, actually. <laughs> Still fresh. Um, yeah, it's really hard to get used to that. Even just picking up the controller, it just feels all wrong. Kind of pick it up, <laughs> just like, what do I do with this? Yeah, I, um, mem- like, I remember doing it and being really good, like, and always being sideways and just strafing everywhere because that's yeah. the only way to do well in GoldenEye. And um, now I, I cannot imagine having to move and turn on the same thing. Yeah, like, You have to look up and down with the C, right? Yeah, or you can hold down R to go into aim mode, and you move oh. your thing around the screen. <laughs> um, which, don't even bother with that. Just kind of shoot randomly <laughs> at the hip. You don't have to try and get headshots in gold. <laughs> and that's why the entire screen, the, the grey walls are just covered in bullet dents. 
Could everyone just unload with their club? <laughs> did you put club? <laughs> did you put paintball mode on? We we sixty four can't handle that in uh, in four player. I didn't even bother. Uh, um, we're gonna do proximity mines, but that would have made it even worse. That, I swear, I timed mines actually. I was better. afraid that my Nintendo sixty four would like melt. Yeah, from proximity mining like yeah, it just it was just a red and yellow blur and nothing was moving. So if you don't want to ruin your childhood, don't go back and play it now. It does not it does not bode well. The Perfect Dark re-release on Xbox is quite good. Yeah, I thought the single player was good. The online multiplayer kind of felt like they'd taken the split screen and just put it online, so I didn't think that was so good. No. But the the single player is pretty good. Yeah. It's really nice and smooth and it's hard. Yeah. Because you can't get health back. But even when Perfect Dark came out, compared to Goldeneye, it was kind of like, wow, this is actually like an amazing... Yeah. Not that Goldeneye was bad, but it was such a big step up for the single player. And then they brought out Perfect Dark Zero, which I've still only yeah. played the very beginning and gone, this is awful. Let's not worry about that too much. We've, well, we've moved on. And that's my week in gaming. Cool. I'm just, I'm just trying to think if I played anything else, because I, I was thinking of this earlier today. I knew you were going to ask me what I was playing. It's always so easy to just forget what you've been playing. I know. There was Nino Kumi. Yeah, I haven't Kumi. played that. I, I haven't play played that. it either, but everyone's loves oh. it. Everyone just Batman. I've been playing Arkham City again. Oh, really? Where you? I've been meaning to, but I haven't got around to it yet. Oh, and I, I have done this amazing thing. You know, you may obviously be a person who streams media from their Mac or PC to their console to watch on the yes, TV. Yes, I used to. I don't currently, but I, I used to do that. Well, I do it with my PS3 because it works better than the it's Xbox. It's much better. For streaming to... For yeah. um, transcoding, when I would yeah. watch HD on the Xbox, it goes out of sync. And I don't understand why, because mm-hmm. it's being processed on my computer, but for some Whatever. reason. Yeah. Anyway, and I, you can't really do it with the Wii U. But I found a, a server for Mac, a program that makes us a server, a web server. You can access that through your Wii U's browser, and it transcodes on the fly, and you can watch stuff on the gamepad. Oh, really? So I've been handing the gamepad to my girlfriend and saying, you can watch any of the videos that I have while I use the TV for gaming. Or if I want to play, um, obviously, on the gamepad, then I play on the gamepad and she watches TV. It's That's awesome. pretty good. I mean, it's not an official thing. Yeah. And, you, and, and it's, I mean, it's not really hard to set up either. You just download the program. It tells you, you, know, you activate um, remote streaming. Yeah. It tells you what the IP you need to put in is, and then, unfortunately, it doesn't put them in any folder order or anything. It just puts every single video that you put in that folder on your computer in a long list, but yeah. it doesn't take long to scroll, and you you can either choose to try and play natively, so if it's MP4, it will just work, and then you can transcode it. Nice. And you can change the resolution inside the server and change the um, bit rate so that it doesn't slow down. It's really cool. Quality. While we're on Wii, we may as well move on yep. to the news. Oh, do we want to do our secret sound first? Oh, we forgot about secret sound. Yes, let's... Um, so it has been one. This secret sound got picked, was it? Or it did get picked. So uh, the Conduit 2 is off the table. It is off the table. Um, I guess we'll play it again right now. Jinjo! Wow. Well, there you go. Yeah. Now, you put it in, so you can't guess. I can't guess. It, it will... Hopefully, generate some nostalgia. Yeah, I'm getting a very 64 PS1 era vibe. Yes. That's correct. Now I just have to know which way to jump. 
I'm thinking it's it's a it's a bit Nintendo. Yeah, well, they were very synonymous with Nintendo and the Nintendo 64 era. So, Rare, are we going? Yeah, we are going. <laughs> hmm. I've been a bit Rare heavy. I did the Golden Eye. I did the... Yeah. And 64 heavy. Yes. Well, it's easy to find easy sounds. To <laughs> <laughs> um, stumped there. You sure? I'm sure. It is the sound of when you collect the Jinjo in Banjo-Kazooie. Damn. I actually haven't played Banjo-Kazooie for so long, I would never... You never you didn't replay it when they did the HD? I downloaded it, but I never played it. They're great. Yeah. Then they kind of ruined it with nuts and bolts, because I don't like that game. I didn't play that either. But I played it on 64, so that's all that really matters. <laughs> anyway, so once again, Koshi is emailed in. Two wins. Two in a row. 100%. So, having the Conduit 2 limited super edition with the figurine and stuff, yep. And so that adventure. So I think we've decided we have to instigate a sort of a, a policy that... Yeah, no no two wins in a row after this. Yeah, because it's, it's, otherwise it's not going to be fair and we're going to just be sending one guy all of our stuff. Yeah, well, you know, we know there's at least two listeners out there, so chime in, other guy. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, all we have to do is type down what the sound effect is yep. from to friendlyfirecast at gmail.com and you get free games. Yeah. You'll find out what this week's amazing prize is at the end of the show. I mean, later on. You have to could be any time. <laughs> well, yeah, we, could, we could go back and insert it at the beginning when we edit it later. Yeah, that would be a mean of us, though. And you would actually already have heard it, so... Yeah. <laughs> We're mm. talking through time now. We're not going to do that. Anyway, back you, to the Nintendo stuff. Uh, we talked about the Nintendo announcements, announcements at length last week when you weren't here. I so did hear about Steve stuff. kind of said what he thought you would think. He was pretty much spot on. Yeah. I was, I wasn't very impressed, but, I mean, I am in a way because I know there's going to be cool stuff, but on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, good, you've announced a handful of games that would fit into three months of any other console's launch schedule, and none of them are really console sellers or system sellers, except for Mario and Zelda, which probably won't come out till next year, so I'm just... I think Zelda will be this year. It's just a HD. Oh, no, I mean the other one. I think that's a few years away. So, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to be playing on my Wii U is my problem. Yeah, I think we've got Yoshi, a port of a game that was great, but we should have already played. Most people who want it are going to play It's going to be great. I would play Wind Waker again, but... Yeah. And then there's the three which they said these will be at E3 in Smash Bros. Mario... And the other they one. said that Mario Smash Bros. Kart. might be only screenshot. Form. Yeah, Smash Bros. They said last E3, um, they kind of got forced to announce it, and yeah. the guys like, we haven't started yet. It's years away. Yeah. Uh, so that won't be out this year or next year, or probably not the year after, even if we're serious. Yeah. Um, Mario 3D and Mario Kart. I think they'll push to get one of them out. I think Kart will probably be Christmas, Mario Kart because it's a bit easier to make. Mario it's easier Kart. to make, and they also had New Super Mario Bros. U last year. They probably don't want to put them too close. Yep. Um, I think we'll be seeing Mario 3D probably in that new March April Easter maybe, period. Maybe we'll see. I guess unless they push him into November 2014. Yeah, well, the other news was the Virtual Console, mm-hmm. which I wasn't happy about. Um, I liked everything up until the point where they're like, you're paying a fee, 
And it is a fee. You're not really buying the game. I own this digital copy of this game. I'm paying a fee yep. to play it on my gamepad. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of people tweeted back at me and you as well. And I assume commented, I commented on your article. I didn't follow up comments, but I'm sure they just flamed me. Um, everyone's saying, oh, instead I don't have to give it to you, they're giving you a discounted, discounted price. This is fantastic of them. No, it isn't. It's awful. A virtual digital shop should transfer and it should work on the well, primary like, controller of that console. It's like if you bought any kind of apps on your iPhone, on your iPhone 4. And then yeah. you get an iPhone 5, and they're like, sorry. On to, sorry, I'll go from 3 to 4. Sorry, to make it work with Retina Display, you have to pay us another 99 cents. Exactly. What? No. I don't care about the customization. I guess I get that that's kind of changing something. But to work on the main control input of this console, <laughs> I shouldn't pay for that. Because no. to use the current system, you have to plug in a ridiculous Pro Controller into your Wii Remote and use it. At least let me use the Wii U Pro Controller so I can take out that ridiculous step. I understand that, yes, it's still available. Of, yeah, of course, it's still available inside that menu that, that takes forever to get to into and it looks ugly. But, yes, it's still there for free. So if you want to... What not free? I paid 10 bucks for that. Oh, yeah. Um, and then new news following that is the saves of those Wii versions will not work with the Wii U version of the same game. Mm -hmm. Once Which, again, the hell, some why? of the comments back are, uh, they're different versions of the game. Okay, fine. If I wasn't paying for my update, I would accept that. But since I'm paying a dollar, what am I paying? Two dollars for a SNES game. I get my controller to work with the, so I can play it. <laughs> and I would also expect my save to work because what am I paying this fee for? I at least want these things, these basic things I don't to understand happen. how the save can't work with it. Yeah, well, it's a different game, Leo, apparently. No. <laughs> it's just, like, I know that they're trying, but yeah. they're also really trying. Like, Well, you know what this means now is I'm probably not going to move any games over. Maybe one or two, because I don't want to lose my save, because I'm not going to start these games all again. The and stuff like, you know, the, the, most of the NES stuff, Maybe, who cares? Like, yeah. You just start them from the start anyway. For, and some SNES stuff is probably going to be in the same boat. But for things like um, the Zelda, the one, Link to the Past, yeah. I have started that more times than I can remember. And if I want to start it again, then maybe I will. But I've probably got saves at halfway through and a quarter of the way through, and like I've got saves all over the place on that. So I, wh why can't I just jump in and start that again? And N64, like, you know, I may have collected 50 stars on Mario 64 on my Wii yeah. virtual console. Now I have to do that well, again. And that's the exact type of game that, okay, in Link to a Past, you kind of have to start and play it through because you forget what you're doing and yeah. what you're supposed to do. Mario is kind of star by star. You could play a bit now and go back in two years and carry on. Yeah. That's a bad one. Well, not that you could even get that on the Wii U version console, but maybe one day. Well, this is the other problem. Games get added. They, they, hooray, you can do GBA, but where's the Sega and the Where's all these uh, yeah, things that are already... I thought they were going to expand it, perhaps with GameCube, but that's apparently going to be on disc, um, <laughs> not on the virtual console. Which means we'll probably pay 80 bucks for Zelda, which I hope we don't. But. So is that... Uh, well, from what I understand, every Nintendo release from now on is also digital, so... Yeah, I guess, but since it won't be classified... I, I don't think it will be classified as a virtual console game. It won't be discount or budget. It will be priced as a full retail game. I just assume. 
But, you know, uh, well, we'll just have to wait and see. We will. I guess we can move on from Nintendo. It's a bit... We can move on to PlayStation. Okay. PlayStation Plus, because I recently got PlayStation Plus. It, it's actually... I have a, actually a funny story about PlayStation Plus, if you'll indulge me. I will. Go right ahead. So I've had my PS3 for a few years, and it was an 80-gig old fat PS3 model. Mm. And I had PlayStation Plus, but I can't really take that much advantage of it, because with 80 gig, there's premium real estate. Yeah. So the other day, I went and bought myself a terabyte, um, two-and-a-half-inch internal hard drive. I did the whole transfer and did a backup and put it in, and I downloaded everything from the inception of PlayStation Plus that I had purchased, mm -hmm. and I broke my internet cap. Really? We have 500 gig per month, and I downloaded <laughs> over 400 gig in two days. <laughs> That's pretty fast. I've got cable, Telstra oh, nice. cable. Huh. And so now my PlayStation is full of games. Like You will never play probably, but they're there. It's, well, I, I, if I want to, I can play them now. It's got Deus Ex, it's got um, all the infamous and Little Big Planet and all the stuff that has been yep. hidden away because I can't do it. But one thing I found about the, um, the PS3 that's really stupid, you can't sort anything by alphabetical order. So when they, I can sort them by downloaded order or played order, uh -huh. but I can't, no, not played order, sorry, just downloaded order or folders. So I had to go into each and every title and make the folder the name of the game so that they would be in alphabetical order. That's interesting. Because you can't sort by alphabetical order, there's no option. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like how there's no hard drive general option, because I only have 120 gig. Yeah. I started to clear all this shit that's on there that I don't want so I can play some PS Plus games. It's like, maybe there's going to be like a general hard drive option in settings so I can just go delete these movies that are on here, delete this music. No, you have to go through each section individually to do it. <laughs> yeah. just like, and then I was like, how do I even find out how much free space I have on here? And that's tucked away in settings somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Make that too easy. But anyway, that's my PlayStation Plus story. But now I'm having another problem because I don't have enough space on my Vita for all the stuff and I have to keep deleting things. And yeah. And I've refused to buy a 32 gig Vita card to upgrade from my 16 gig because I know they're going to bring out bigger ones at some point. And I yep. don't want to have to buy another one, then another one. Well, I guess the news now was that Sleeping Dogs is coming. Which, which is, is kind pretty of, good. That's... It's pretty good. It got people kind of excited for it. And to tie in with that, PS Plus is 30% off for two weeks before a three-month subscription. Is that us as well, or is that just the US? That's the Australian one. The US get three months free with 12 ah, months. Right, yeah. The Australian version is you get three months for, there should be a number on here somewhere, 13.45. Which is pretty good. And it stacks too. So if you already have a year subscription or a three-month subscription, you can get another one. Yeah. And it just adds another um, three months on. That's nice. Well, I guess if you, well, the other things that came up with it were F1 race stars, which eh. don't waste, even if you have a terabyte hard drive, it's not worth it. No, I'm not going to download that. And a Quantum Conundrum. Which Although is I might get the trophies. Puzzle. Well, it's pretty not worth it, though. No. Quantum Conundrum I was excited about because I had read good things and people sort of said it was Portal-esque fun sort of game, so I'll get that and play that. That's good. Uh, then I guess PS Plus is really worth it if you have a Vita and a PS3. If you're just rocking one, less so, especially if you just have the Vita. But Vita's got some pretty good stuff on there. You get Wipeout next month. Yes. Um, which is pretty good. Yep. Plus already there's... Gravity Rush, I think I saw, in Uncharted. So far, I've had Plus since it started on PS3, and so I still have it when it started on Vita. So I got 
Uncharted and Gravity Rush up front. And I just got Jet Set Radio, which I don't really care for it that much, but it's okay to play every now and again. And what else? I got that Chrono something, Chronosphere, or some puzzle game and some 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 little games. But we could, we kind of got gypped because um, we don't have Mortal Kombat rated here. So the rest yes. of Europe, <laughs> yeah. the rest of Europe except us in Germany, got Mortal Kombat on PS3 one month, and then they got Mortal Kombat on Vita the following month, and we got Gotham City Imposters, yeah. which is kind of useless because it's an online FPS that no one plays anymore. I guess my only issue with PS Plus as a system is a really lucky dip in that yeah. what am I going to get next month, and I've already paid my subscription. It's and it's and it kind of is annoying if you buy a game and you've got PlayStation Plus. Yeah, you as you said, free. you are waiting in case something comes up on PlayStation Plus, and you had to decide: Do I buy it now? Well, that's what I, like with the cave. Yeah, I, I know that it's one of the, it's it's one of the type of games that will more than likely appear on PlayStation Plus soon, maybe March or April. So I didn't bother getting it on PS3, and I got it on the Wii U instead because I wanted to play it. Well, yeah, there's no way to solve that issue, I don't think, unless they somehow give you like a premium option where you get everything that's been on PlayStation Plus mm. and coming out, or you can just subscribe to from now onwards. But it's only one bit for that, I don't think. So, I mean, the, I have used it... So, I mean, it kind of works well in some cases because I've bought games and then I get them on PlayStation Plus, so I've traded them in against other stuff to buy new games. So, I mean, that's still an option as well. In other news, uh, the Epic Mickey Studio has been closed. Yes, it has. Which and is, Warren Spector has left he Disney. Has. Well, unsurprising considering his studio is now closed entirely. Yep. That was not a great game. I believe I, we gave it a 4.5. Well, Steve has yet to give me the copy that he reviewed. I think he gave it a 6 or a 5. He said it was okay, just the jumping was awful. Yeah, he's had a lot of the problems the first game had, which is the camera doesn't really work at all. Mm. and it's just, yeah, it wasn't a lot of, It was okay. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't great. Well, um, they are closed, so there'll be no Epic Mickey 3. And I guess, what's Warren doing? He had a LinkedIn thing saying that he was looking for new stuff. So Yeah. And he also was apparently um, looking at the links between mobile gaming and consoles or something. So mm. I don't know. There's always the... There's another Deus Ex in production, right? As far as I'd I... I'd say so, because Human yeah. Revolution was kind of a bit of a yeah. hit. So, is he headed back to where it all began, I guess, for him, at least in terms of his big success story? I don't know. Maybe. But, I mean, he's, like, held up as one of these visionary guys, but if you take away Deus Ex, what has he done? Pretty much. Like... Epic Mickey 1 and 2, both were not great and both didn't one was up. One was good. On Wii, at least, I thought yeah. it was pretty good. Well, they didn't, I mean, they didn't really live up to what they were saying. Like, Epic Mickey yeah. kind of got average scores, and Epic Mickey 2 got less than average scores. So they were supposed to be these really awesome games with moral dilemmas and you know, bring Mickey Mouse back into the spotlight, but they, didn't, they failed to really do that, I guess. Well, there's Disney Infinity has pretty much come along as Disney's big new game franchise. I don't really care about... Like, Mickey's not even in this game yet. Yeah. 
So they obviously Mickey Mouse of... hasn't appeared in anything except Epic Mickey for like what 10, 15 years. Yeah, I think there's probably a cartoon rerun that's like, yeah, this is why it's still relevant. And I think Disney shows are like, hey, this is the Mickey Mouse Disney. Show. <laughs> <laughs> probably that exists. Uh, but yeah, it's not really. He's just an icon, really. It's kind of like, yeah, Sonic hasn't done anything great for that long, really. But he's still, he is in stuff. It's kind of a bad example, but he's has, is, you know, hasn't lived up to his name. But he's not really the greatest at all. He's still kind of a great mascot. He's epic Mickey's kind of like Kid Icarus. Pit. Yeah, they went away for a while, and then they came back in something that was not that hurts. too good. That physically hurts. <laughs> <laughs> In other news of closures, Medal of Honor. Yep. It has been dismissed from service. Medal of Honor makes me sad because I remember it on PS1 when it was a game set in World War II and you were. It was a stealth game. It was a yeah. stealth FPS. And I don't know when it became this rah rah bro shooter that it is now. It tried to become COD pretty much, but bigger and better. And it didn't. Yeah, well, that was when it. The first Medal of Honor. Um, that was just Medal of Honor with the guy with the beard yeah, and it was in Afghanistan and I never played it. No, but uh, Warfighter's awful. <laughs> I've heard Steve said it was 4.5 out of 10. Yeah, which there, apparently Peter Moore disagrees with. There was a lot of hype up before it. So the, and I remember we went to a preview session where we had a full day of training oh, with the you, SAS. When you went running around in the bush. Yeah. And, and then the game preview, like the, this is all game journalists for like five hours running around with SAS, living the Medal of Honor. Then the game preview was about seven minutes and oh, then it ended. They knew that. That is not a good sign they of a great game then. coming up. <laughs> um, and yeah, it kind of promised all this great SAS meets all the different 12, I think, international bodies of spies and whatever yeah. is going on and it just didn't, do anything for the actual game it didn't make any difference I remember Steve was in his review and when he was talking to me about it was saying that they were billing it as this realistic grounded yeah they shooter. said they had like thousands of actual weapons which they studied and these are the actual weapons the military used and, and he said within the first few minutes he was blowing up an entire shipping yard on the docks and things were just flying everywhere and exploding and it was like Michael Bay movie and he's like what? This is a... What? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they said it's been pulled out of the rotation to their investors and that they're sorry about this, but they thought reviewers were wrong <laughs> giving it the... It currently holds 55% of Metacritic. That's too low and undeserved. I mean, that's not awful. It's not awful. It's no... Um, I, it's no Superman 64 probably holds about 8. Because I, I mean, like... People seem to think that anything below an 8 means the game is an awful piece of trash. Well, especially when it's got a 5 in it. Like, oh, 5. Five's awful. It's not average at all. 5 is middle. 5 is... It's, if we're going on the essay scoring thing, 55% is you've just passed, you've done enough, yeah. is not really fantastic, but yeah. you pass with this. I mean, once you get start getting into 4, 3, 2, and 1, that's when you've got some real problems. Yeah. Like, 4.5, that to me is a, a bad score. But we've given games less than that. I gave a game a 1 because it was utterly unplayable. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I mean, 7, that I look at 7s and go, I'll, I will try that. Or a 6 even, I'll try that. Or a 5.5 or a 5, I'll still try the game because 
I need to make up my own mind. But once you go under that five, I think that's when you start getting into they are really bad. So yeah. from what I've seen, it deserved to get a 55% on Metacritic. But I'm sure the uh, consumer reviews are way up there. Are they? I don't I know. know. It's interesting to <laughs> see because every time I look, um, I was recently looking for DMC and, you know, I gave it a good review. Tana gave it a good review. Across the board, it's been getting decent reviews from websites. Yeah. And then the Metacritic score is like three or something. The, but, u- the yeah. user score. Because everyone's giving it zeros. <laughs> it's just uh, Mass Effect all over again. There's one little thing they're complaining about. Good enough to get a zero of Metacritic, pretty much. <laughs> That's how Metacritic user scores work, though. It's either love it, ten... That it, one minor problem, zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined my life. Um, here's something that came through today that I was kind of annoyed about: is that GTA Vice City is out on PS3. Been out on PS3 for a while though. It's out on PSN now. Well, it has been out on PSN for a while. Well, apparently it came out today. I've seen it there for a while. Maybe it was a PlayStation Plus thing for a while or something. Yeah, or maybe it was the anniversary. But I was not paying twenty something dollars for it's, it. It's fourteen forty-five. Well, the, on, um, it used to be more expensive. Yeah, I think... It was like 24 I don't know. Somehow it's different now, because it just came out today. <laughs> That's not my problem. My problem is it costs basically 15 bucks on PS3. It's like 5 bucks on your phone. Yeah. It's not on Vita. The yeah. only platform I want to play it on is maybe Vita. Yeah. I don't want to play with my touchscreen phone. I'm not going to play it again <laughs> on my PS3. I probably would play it on Vita. Nope, not on Vita. I don't understand what you're doing. I'm not going to buy it again, Rockstar. No. <laughs> I would play... Vice City is my favourite one. Vice City is... I finished three and I finished Vice City and I never finished any of the other ones after that. And Vice City was my favourite. And yeah, I would play that again on Vita, but I, would I sit down and play it again on my PS3? Probably not. And even more probably not because it doesn't come with trophies. It's a PS2 yeah. classic, not an HD re-release. Well, that makes even less sense. I don't even think it's in HD. No, it isn't. So why didn't they just do a HD collection on disc of all three of them together? And sell it just before G- GTA yeah. 5 Well, came sell out. it people like six months it. beforehand and people will go crazy over it. Yeah. Rockstar can put a full price tag on it and people will still buy it. They could have done them separately full price and people would have bought them. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, apparently not. I really don't understand why they wouldn't do that. I guess because all these trilogies these days aren't really trilogies anymore. They're like missing the first game. Or there's like, <laughs> well, the... like the Hitman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that one already had a HD game in it. Yes. So it's actually two new HD games. And one old one we're just round, throwing in there so it is a trilogy. <laughs> Even though we could have put the first game in, which we're not putting in. Well, maybe okay. that was just too old. Was it? It wasn't what platform was the first PC. Game? But they did put all the best bits from that one all, like, inspired by into contracts. So. Yeah, maybe. It's still, it's not, a, you know, it's a weird collection to have. I guess, though, GTA would start from three. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't put one and two. Well, yes, they might as well just chuck one on there as, like, freebies, because... That's so awful. <laughs> I don't even know how GTA survived those first two games. And there was, like, an expansion. London and Berlin, I yeah, think. Yeah, there was an expansion for one of them as well. Ugh. I remember in number two, you had to... Run over eight Elvises in a row or something. Like, it was just a weird game, and that top-down thing was just bizarre. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even that old. It kind of feels like these are made in the eighties or something, but they're like late nineties. <laughs> yeah. It was just a. It was like that PlayStation time when anything, like anything and everything, went came out on PlayStation. Yeah. If you remember, there was some weird and interesting games for that console. Classic, but now they're you know 
See, at least, hang on, PS3 at least has PS2 classics on it. Yeah. We, you, <laughs> not even have 64. No. <laughs> it doesn't, it has NES and SNES. By a, a equalness, it should have Wii games on it, so that would make them equal. Well, we can play Wii games, it's backwards compatible. Oh, that's very true, but it should have them on their store as a classic. Why? Because then you can just put your disc in. Well, that's true, but... This, that's why I... I that is better than the PS3, which previously had backwards compatibility, and they went, you know what, no. Yeah. You don't get that anymore. Nintendo did that as well with the Wii. They were like, you know what, if you haven't bought one by now, you don't want a GameCube in it. Here's the console, Sans GameCube. Oh, they took that out, did they? They took it out for like the last two years and oh. nothing on sale. I didn't know that because I stopped caring about Wii. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was no price cut either. Just like, no, nah, you don't need this anymore. That's out. Even though the game... It's annoying that they took GameCube out of Wii U. Why? Well, they were already taken out of Wii, so they weren't going to put it back in. But that was one of the best things. At least GameCube should be on the virtual console, so it can be like, hey, you can use your Pro Controller, which is close enough to a GameCube controller to work. It should If you have to plug in some kind of weird thing to make the GameCube... Con- Surely not. Surely not. And last, I guess, the only other thing that's happened of note recently is Prince of Persia is on a hiatus we didn't even know that well, I mean, was talking about it was it, kind of yeah it's we haven't of, heard anything since 2009 or 10 was yeah it was a while ago that was 10 I think um, I got 100% re- of that game and t- returned it within like 3 days according to this news which was written by Gaetano Prestius well it must be true yep 2008 it was rebooted with a new style then Ubisoft went back to the Sands of Time style in 2010 yep then in 2011, they released the HD Trilogy. Yes. So that was the last game I did. I have all of those games, except I took Forgotten Sands back to wherever to trade it in, because mm. I was never going to play it again, because it was short. It's no real surprise, really, because, I mean, the Prince of Persia games have been good. I really like that reboot, it's cel-shaded one. Yeah, it's not a yearly game. If the no. last one came out in 2010, I'm not really surprised we might not get another one for four or five years yeah. because it isn't a, a Assassin's Creed. Interestingly, though, the voice of the new prince in the reboot was Nolan North, who was the voice of Desmond <laughs> in Assassin's Creed, who was also... Uh, well, I would have just assumed it was Nolan North. Because when you Drake. don't know, that's who it is. He's, and I've, I've been playing Batman, as I said before, and he's the Penguin, which is cool because he... That, you can't tell that it's him, so it's a good voice. But there's lots of thugs, and I'm like, why is Drake yelling at me? <laughs> yeah, well, the problem with Nolan is he's a great voice actor, but he really does have his one voice, so he just uses He was the guy at Spec Ops. He, oh, he was, was... Yeah. He had a good year that year. Yes. He that was. last year or the year before? Last year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, well, I don't know what he's going to do now, because <laughs> it's not that there's no more... Must be pretty loaded, surely. Well, I don't know how much money they make. paid to be a voice actor of Nathan. We should find out. If anyone is a voice actor, email us. Of Nathan, of Nolan North level. <laughs> well, <laughs> the Simpsons characters get like a million an episode or something They ridiculous. took like a huge pay cut and they still get like 400000 an episode. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> how will I live? How can I afford to feed my family on yeah. only $400,000 an episode? Of which there are 24 or whatever in The Simpsons these days. I wouldn't mind doing that. We get yeah. nothing for putting our voices yeah, on this. Much. This, is an <laughs> this is after hours. Outrageous. And I'm, I'm soaking wet because it rained today. Yeah. Well, when we go on our PAX panel, I assume they're going to pay us millions to be <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> well, we're going to be in demand. If they want us at PAX over EV Games Expo, they're going to have to 
<laughs> ramp up their offer. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the end of the news for this week. End of news. Nothing else interesting has happened at all. No, actually, it has been a really quiet week now that I think of it. Yeah, I guess there's... Well, this is the end of January, so we should probably skim over February releases. It's the big month. Well, in in four days now, five days now, sorry, Dead Space 3, mm. which is going to be fairly huge. From, yeah. Well, hopefully. That, they said that it has to sell five million copies to keep the franchise going. That's pretty out there. But so, I assume it probably will. Well, Resident Evil 5 sold over five million copies, and... Fans of Resident Evil, I think there's a fairly good overlap between Dead Space and Resident yeah, Evil. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's had two other games now, and EA know how to market, and this has been marketed pretty well. So I think they're gonna, they'll make it they unless should. it gets four point five, and they say it's been reviewed wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think so. What we've played this time, they they've given me like the first four hours to play before it comes out. That's a much better sign than yeah. seven minutes. Not that I played it, but I could have. Um, so I can't really tell you about it at all. But I assume it's, it's pretty good if they're offering that up. Otherwise, there's Crisis also from EA. Yep. Kind of very close together, but whatever. Have you played the beta? Oh, you went and um, played it. Yeah, anyway. I played it anyway. I hated the multiplayer. I didn't mind the single player. So you still don't like the hunter mode? No. Yeah. I haven't played it again on the beta, but I just didn't like it then. I can't see me liking any tweaks that have made since. Yep. Have you played it? No, I haven't. I haven't bothered. I'll play the full game. I, I don't really play multiplayer anyway. Yeah. So, if the I single play player it, would be pretty good, I think. Um, there were some complaints from the beta that the gun was too big, but that actually the point of the gun and how fat it is at the end actually takes up more than a quarter of the screen on PC at least. Oh, so the the four hundred twenty overdrive on the, everywhere on the internet, I assume. <laughs> um, everyone like measuring this gun compared to the guns in Battlefield and COD and stuff, and it's oh. much bigger. But you're meant to use the bow anyway, so well, you're not meant to. But what else are you play this game for? It's mm. got a bow in it. Use the bows bow. are cool now, apparently. <laughs> use the bow. It's really slow actually, but if you're good, headshots. You might as well use the bow. There is another Naruto, Naruto yeah. Ultimate Shippuden. It's whatever. got a really long title, and they all sound. I thought I thought it was the same game. Like I heard this press release for this Naruto game constantly. There are like four or five of them. The second the second game I ever reviewed for Survivor was Naruto Ultimate Shippuden something or other. Mm. And that was probably that was like a year ago. Maybe just over a year. Yeah, I, I don't even know if it's that one. There's so many Naruto things happening that I just ignored. Well, that comes out tomorrow. Or last week when you're listening to this. Yes. Course. Sorry. Um, big game coming out. Uh, Aliens Colonial Marines. Huge game, I guess. But the problem is, no one will tell you when the Wii U version is coming. And yeah. Gearbox have said Wii U is the definitive version. I'm, uh, I'm going to pull that off to someone else. I'm going to wait for the Wii U version to play myself. So hopefully I get to play it soon. Well, it's, just, it's another weird situation, like... Here's the other ones, but the one that we think is the best one, we don't know when it's coming out. I just want to play something on Wii U. Well, I want to play it on Wii U because that gamepad is going to be your motion tracker, which is really, really cool. But when is it coming out for Wii U, and why is it? Why is there a problem? Like it just has alarm bells ringing. Has Sega suggested it's not far away, or is it going to be like no one six months later? No one responds. On, on the official Alien Colonial Marines website, it says TBA. Mm. I know that um, 
Daniel from Books has contacted Sega and Five Star and they don't reply. This is what he said on yeah. Twitter. Well, from we've asked them as well, and they, they booked us in for a console copy, and we said we want it on Wii U, and they said we'll send you a Wii U one later when it comes when it's available. So they said it's coming. They didn't offer any type of insight as to how far it was. How it was phrased, I guess, is kind of like, oh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be not far away, but they don't seem to know at all. Hmm. Actually, and looking at the last game on this list, February's a pretty huge month, actually. It's a pretty killing month. There's also killing going on in February. Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance, which is Revengeance. another ridiculously named video game. Yeah. Um... So that comes out when? That, that's towards the end of the month? Yeah, it's the 20-something, I think, 21st. Actually, and if you buy it, in the, what is it, in the first week or something, you get that free Ninja DLC, you get Great yeah. Box. Yeah, if you care about that stuff, you get a free virtual character. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He's cool. He's he's the, the original Metal Gear Solid Ninja. It's a pretty fun game, actually. From what I've played, it's pretty much exactly what you want from motion control using a normal controller. Well, when I, when I first played it, and I read some other people that did the same thing, I kind of just went crazy, and, and you don't really do very well. But if you actually take when your you time... Play, and yeah. When you think about how you're going to slice things and which angle you're going to use, it's great. Mm. It's kind of like how we expected motion sword fighting to work, which never really happened. And now they've realized, hey, you can just stick. do it with a stick, and it works just as well. Much yeah. better, actually. So that's that's February. So that is, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Dead Space, because I love Dead Space series. But I know Steve is annoyed... Because he's going to have to play it four times to get 100% achievements. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you have a 170,000 game score. <laughs> I said to him, I'm like, just don't, just don't be OCD on this one. And he's like, I can't, it will annoy me too much. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm telling you that I, to, to do that, but I'm going to be there playing it four times as well to get my platinum. So. That's crazy. I don't, I've never got a platinum or a thousand game score at all because I just don't care. And I don't really bother. care anymore either, but it's just for some... For some things, like I've got 100% um, tr- uh, achievements and platinum for Dead Space 1 on both consoles, and I've platinum Dead Space 2, so it's like, maybe I get that. I need to do number 3 as well. I guess if you also had like 850 or 900 and something gamer score, you're like, I'm going to finish it off. Yeah. When I just leave every game at 300, who cares? <laughs> I'm going to bother from there. And now we should move on to the secret sounds. Yes. This week's sound. Well, what are we going to win? What's the win? What's the prize? This week's fabulous prize is a copy of Little Big Planet Vita, which I hear from Leo is the best it's Little Big Planet it, game. It is the best Little Big Planet game. It's it's like the best parts of one and two, plus um, touch controls for building levels, and plus touch controls for certain little extra bits in the game. It works great for the online stuff. I mean, you need Wi-Fi, so it kind of makes it so you have to play at home anyway or maybe at McDonald's, I don't know. But it looks great, it plays exactly like Little Big Planet should and it's got all this extra new cool stuff that wasn't in two. So yeah, it really is like the ultimate version of Little Big Planet. So we've kind of broken the rules of not yeah. great games for prizes. Well, but yeah, not great, hard to find because you will still buy this very easily. But next week we'll find something, we'll find something terrible. But maybe like a 64 game or something. I think, yeah. I've got, I think I've got Cruising USA at home. Well, that's how see I had that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should point out, just in case you're a collector, this Little Big Planet is in fact a not-for-resale promo copy in a dodgy plastic sleeve. 
But it's the same game. Yes, that's the um, one I've got. It says Network Pass included. Uh, I'm not sure if that's been used or not. Probably not, because we've got like four copies of it, so lucky dip if that works or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so there's the dodginess coming back in. <laughs> um, either way, if you need to buy that, it'll probably be like 10 bucks or something. Yes. Um, you don't need that really. Unless you want all online features, which means any online feature. Yeah, Little Big Planet's kind of a bit dead without online. That is true. Anyway, we are going to play the sound for you right now. Take it! Well, that nice was one. interesting. It was nice and different from your usual rare origins. You've stepped away from them. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> and on that note, we should end. Yes, that this has been a short but sweet podcast. It's actually a, an hour long, which is pretty much our normal length. Well, actually, 57 minutes, so it's slightly short. crapped on, because there was not much to talk about. Yeah, we kind of really dragged through that news, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well... this week, is goodbye. um, How do we contact you, Ben? Oh, on Twitter, Ben underscore Salter, Mm -hmm. or the Friendly Fire podcast, which is friendlyfirecast at Mm gmail.com. You, Leo? I am DeltaPhoenix08 on Twitter, and... FriendlyFirecast at gmail.com and leo at survivor.com. Or in the comments of this podcast, wherever you're listening, except iTunes because we won't see them. No. Anywhere else we'll see them and you can... Either website yell at or us either there. Facebook page. You can go to facebook.com slash survivorgaming or facebook.com slash mmgn.com, is it? Or mmgn? Just yeah, MMGN. I think it's just mmgn. Lucky did. Have it's a like One of those two. <laughs> and, and that's about it. Yep. We will talk to you in another week. Next uh, Monday-ish. Yes. <laughs> Monday, tuesday <laughs> Whenever you decide to listen. Until then. Goodbye.